You're listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint Football. WCSF Juliet, 88.7 FM. Intercepted by the Saints in the end zone. Touchback. Oh, that was electric. You can't defend that. There's no way to do it. Lawrence Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's going to pop it himself from distance and he go. got it. All tied up. There goes Tobo T. 70 yards. It out. Creeps a three pointer. He That's got big. it. That's big. How about the freshman get yeah. big minutes? Connolly. Yes. Oh, baby. Lab Woods. Ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your hosts, Alex and Ben. Live from Tower Hall, this is Couch Coaches. I'm Alex. That is Ben. Yo! This is the greatest show. We haven't even done anything yet. This is already going to be the greatest show in the history of Couch Coaches. In the, yeah, in the history of USF, this is the greatest lineup you've oh, yes. ever seen. Yes, yes. If you are not from Joliet, you will probably, probably tune out after the first hour if you're listening <laughs> via Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Podcasts. But you shouldn't. But you shouldn't it's because gonna be it's going to be electric. Yeah, It's going to be diesel. Yeah. New word. Wow. New word. Diesel. Get with it. Get with for, it. For why? Did you think of that be- beforehand? Diesel. Did that just... <laughs> see, but that, I'm saying, is that natural or did that just... You thought about that? I mean, I've been saying it for like a week. I just haven't said oh, it on okay. air yet. Is that a baseball thing? Diesel. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's diesel is what diesel it is. Sure. That's diesel. Big show this week, Ben. Hmm. Hour number one. Baseball CBA update. NFL points. NBA points. Lots of points. NBA points. <laughs> college hoops points. Points for everyone. And the second hour. The greatest hour in the history of radio mm. ever. And I don't think that's an exaggeration. It could be, but probably it's not. not. The women's basketball hour. My friends. It starts at 8 o'clock. Mm. Interviews with Andriana Casa and Jordan Pyle live wow. in studio. Wow. Live in together. studio. Live in that's studio. That's the CCAC player of the year and the greatest center to ever play the game of basketball. Well, we won't talk about that. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 Wow, indeed. Wow, indeed. That's a wow, indeed. That's a very much, a, that's a big wow. And, of course, Coach John McGinty. Colin in. Yes. yes. It's going to be electric. Yes. Yeah. This is the earliest we've ever used the applause, but we had to. It's also the earliest I've ever planned out interviews. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we got this nailed down on a Tuesday, On a then. Tuesday. On a Tuesday. We did Isn't it. Isn't that great? We went all we in this We were so week. unsure, too. Yeah. We were like, you know, keep me updated on this person yeah, and this yeah, person. Yeah. I was like, by the way, they yeah. just hit me back. <laughs> yeah, they we're got, good. They got back to us 36 <laughs> hours later. We're in. Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. Electric. And then, of course, hot takes. Hot takes. I mean. Saints of the week. I guess. Well, the, I, I guess we'll stick to the normal programming for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You got to give the people what they want. And then Janitor Lady Jordan Pyle. Saint of the week. week. Yeah. Do we tell her about the uh, award being named after her? <laughs> Do you think she makes you find that creepy at all? Because I think. Is that, that, is that too much? Jordan, is this too much? Bro. Oh, maybe. Uh, in a, a little bit more serious news, the sports world standing up to Ukraine. Uh, it's been great to see. 
Mm. First off, today, when I got out of bed, first thing I saw on Twitter, Formula One canceled its contracts with the uh, Russian Grand Prix. That's a big-time move. FIFA shutting uh, down Russia from competing without, uh, well, they can still compete, but they cannot use the flag or the anthem. Oh, so And nice. same goes for the World Tennis Federation. So And a, a Ukrainian women's tennis player whose name I cannot pronounce and will not attempt to on air mm. defeated a Russian. On uh, on Tuesday, congratulations! So, I'm surprised they didn't like scrap it or anything. Well, that's what I said. That's what I said. I was didn't like, get all I, the It's wild. She played that. She beat her six two six one. Yeah, that's a beast move right there. Yeah, I remember that's a that from Wii, uh, Wii Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Ben to take a very serious issue. <laughs> I'm sorry. And just start cracking I'm jokes. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> do we do a podcast exclusive of Ben's thoughts on Ukraine? <laughs> oh. No, dude. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Baseball. Yeah, baseball CBA Base. negotiations. Update us, Alex. Um, here's your update, Rob Man Fraud. Oh, oh. electric name. Ooh. Roasted Man Fraud is ruining the game. Man yeah. Clown. Hey, we've known this. Yeah, uh, he canceled the first two series of the season and did so while smiling. You know what? He smiled. Just Look, crazy I spot. will give the union and the owners credit. Mm. They came together on Sunday and were at the table for about 16 hours. They wanted to get something done. They were going at it. And then come Monday after they didn't get anything done and, you know, Manfred... Pushed back the deadline. Yeah, pushed back the deadline. Initially, they pushed it back to Tuesday and then he just canceled the first two series. He's like, ah, forget the deadline. <laughs> I'll just cancel these. I'll just cancel the first two series. It'll be fine. We'll cancel six games. It'll be fine. Like, oh, what is that? Who's this guy? Yeah, like, well, uh, why? Why? So, what? he does so smiling. He moves the deadline back, then cancels games prior to that deadline. And then the owners claim that they went backwards on Tuesday. How can How? you have the How? best negotiation session of the entire process and then go backwards? They, I, I'm like... How could you move farther back from where you were? Exactly. Like, I thought you were at rock bottom. They were, yes, exactly. We were at the worst possible place we they could be. Digging down. <laughs> yeah. And say, let's find more things to disagree on. You know what? What's Buster, Buster Poser doing? What's, what's Buster Posey doing? What's probably, he doing? Probably on vacation. Sitting on his right couch. Now. Yeah. Enjoying hmm. life. I, I've always found him to be a smart guy. Okay. Buster Posey for commissioner. I can get behind that. Hot take. Anyone but Rob Manfred. Anyone but Rob Manfred. Anyone but Rob Trevor Manfred. Trevor Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be electric in baseball now. Trevor Bauer for commissioner. Rob, get out. No, but for real though, this is top three, and I can't name the other two, uh, worst commissioner in the history of sports, of, of U.S. major sports. Gary Bettman, number two. Carry on. Was he at NHL? Yeah. I figured. I have no idea who he is. I mean, like, even David Stern, like, everyone was like, he's bad. But, like, but he's he, never he grew bad. the game. Yeah. I will give credit where credit is due. The NBA commissioners, as much as people would like so to give them, you know, all that junk, they actually, they do the thing. They Just because of, like, the front. They grow the game, and yeah. they make the game better. And they you can see that they actually care about the game and the decisions they make. You cannot say the same about Rob Manfred. What he has done in his tenure as commissioner has done nothing but show he's content with where the game is. And as a commissioner, you should never be content with Especially where with, your sport is. With its outreach right now. Like, you should never... This 
baseball got overtaken by all the other major sports in the last like 30 years. Like it's time to, you know, get back. And if you had Adam Silver as like the baseball commissioner, you had an Adam Silver as commissioner, guarantee you baseball is a top two sport right now. Like watched. You know what I mean? That's fair. I mean, the numbers last year were up. World Series number, mm-hmm. everything was up. Mm-hmm. Here come CBA negotiations to break all that down. You know, the, we are losing the casual fan. Mm. You know, the hardcore guys like me, the season ticket holders, will still go. You're a season ticket holder? I'm not a season ticket holder, but I'm a hardcore fan. All right, okay. I, I see what you're saying. The, those kinds of people will still go. They'll still watch every night. Uh-huh. The guys that, you know, maybe throw on a game once, twice a week during the summer, the guys that, you know, go out with friends to the ballpark, you know, once a year, you know, those people, you're, you're losing them right now. Right. They're checked out of the sport. They're too busy watching ESPN get up, debate Aaron Rodgers every morning. Then um, then they are talking about... Fernando Tatis. Yeah, Fernando Tatis. Getting out a single to center. Exactly. Like, they, they are losing the casual fans, and as a result, they're losing all the media coverage that comes with it. Mm-hmm. They're losing ESPN, even though ESPN rarely talks about baseball. Yeah, barely. They, but this is the most marketable, marketable baseball has been in, like, forever. Fernando Tatis, Vlad, uh, Vlad Jr., Shohei Otani, they were all over Shohei Otani on mm-hmm, ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Trout, we haven't heard from, you know, obviously because of injuries, but, like... Trout actually reached out on Twitter, yes, uh, Instagram stories or something yesterday, and Mike had something good to say about all of it. He, he reached out to you? He didn't reach out to me, but he posted <laughs> on the internet. He said, quote, I want to play. I love our game, but I know I know we need to get this CBA right. Instead of bargaining in good faith, MLB locked us out. Instead of negotiating a fair deal, Rob canceled games. Players stand together for our game, for our fans, and for every player who comes after us. We owe it to the next generation. Rizzo says, Anthony Rizzo tweeted out, um, I'm sorry to the fans, but I'm, uh, but you're welcome to... The next generation of baseball players. Yeah. And that couldn't have described it perfectly. Like, I mean, more perfectly. I mean, the... English is hard. It's okay. No, I've been struggling today. <laughs> like, we're 10 minutes in. Um, yeah, I, I think that the baseball players genuinely care about the game and about, you know, the fans. But it's like, it's finally time to, like, give the minor leaguers some rights and maybe shorten the season or whatever the case is, you know? Yeah, they're hitting on their issues. And one thing Jeff Paston of ESPN brought up, one of my favorite baseball reporters, uh, he said, you can replace the owners with competent businessmen and nothing Mm -hmm. will change. Yep. But use the next best 200 baseball players in the world and the product suffers greatly. Yep. People, you know, people will use the, the, the hot phrase right now. Oh, it's the billionaires versus the millionaires. Yes, it is, but it's also the greatest baseball players in the world and the people that own the rights to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't replace DeGrom, but I guarantee you, you can replace one of the 30 guys with the person who runs Wendy's and just gives them money and says, general manager, do your job. Yes. That's all you need. You just need money. You're and there because you have money. Yeah. You own a team because you're filthy rich. DeGrom is there because he's one of the most filthy baseball players to ever live, and you're just there because you have money. Because your uncle died and you yeah, inherited and you one billion dollars. Or because your <laughs> grandpa was Rockefeller. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not, you're not cool. Like that's, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. He's like. Mad Dog Russo of MLB Network was on first take yesterday. He's been filling in a lot quite recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked a little bit of baseball. Mad Dog is notoriously pro-owner. 
Really? Yes. How do you even do that? He is pro owner. He has a daily talk show on MLB Network. He is one of the most annoying people on the planet Earth, if you you ask me. Uh, Mad Dog is without a doubt my least favorite MLB Network personality. And Stephen A. Smith, the same person that said Shohei Otani could never be the face of baseball because he doesn't speak English. Spit some facts about it. He actually spit some facts. I'm very proud of him. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a listen to that. This situation is on the onus. The league waited three months, three months to counter the union's first core economics proposal, then another six weeks to circle back after imposing the lockout in December. Now, as a person, you know what that strategy seems like to me, doggy? It seems like an ownership group. Obviously, the face of it is the commissioner who answers to them, who wants to create a situation where they ultimately get to impose a final offer that the players must capitulate to. And by then, what will happen is the players will say no. As a result, they strike. And you got cats like Mad Dog Russo talking about the players struck. The players struck. These guys ain't trying to make a deal. Two things. First off, you're right. I have been pro-owner since 1981. So I'll give you that one. For a change, you got one right. For a change, you got one right. That's one of the least likable people I've ever heard speak in my entire (laughs) life. I just looked him up. You could tell by his face exactly how he is. No disrespect, but disrespect. Disrespect. Definitely disrespect. How how in the world? I've never heard anyone in the entire universe say they're pro-owner. In the entire universe. The owner's job is to have money. And then you yeah. have overachievers like Jerry Jones who wants a lot of power. But that's also the NFL. And he just doesn't even have a GM. He just is the he GM. He just is the GM. Fine. He hired himself. You don't see any baseball guys doing that. Like, you're there because you're a businessman and you want to make some money. Exactly. So you put the you made best product on the field the game, that you can. Yes. The game made $41 billion. $41 billion, and you're going to sit here and tell me that it's a dying sport? <laughs> Give me a break. This is the best It is not hard in. times in baseball. No. It is a great time to it be an owner. It is a great time to be a fan. It is a great time to be in baseball. Why are we killing the game? Like, I understand I it. This has to be banged it. out. The CBA has to be banged out. We have to figure it out. That's fine. If we lose mm-hmm. part of the season, I understand. understand. But this is the worst time to do it, and not negotiating in good faith only makes things worse. Like, the big markets are getting it, right? Like, the the Yankees still have the Yankees, but then the Mets have Scherzer and DeGrom as a one-two punch. You can market the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. You The small markets like the Padres, okay, have one of the most electric players. The Anaheim Angels have two GOATs. On the same roster. <laughs> the Texas Rangers just had a killer free agency. And it's a dying sport. It's a dying sport. Whatever. Whatever. We have to take a break, Ben. Uh, that's the most passionate I've ever heard you about baseball. That was fun. I love baseball. Not wow. a lot, though. <laughs> I do love it, though. <laughs> Enough to talk about it. Yeah. Couch coaches, we'll be right back. We'll talk some NFL points. We'll we'll, we'll give you your uh, daily dose of what ESPN talks about. <laughs> WCSF Juliet 88.7 FM.
What an opener. WCSF, Juliet, 88.7 FM. This is Couch Coaches. I'm Alex. Yeah, That's Ben. Our number one rolls on. Yes, it does. We are rolling. Wow. What a time. What a time to be alive. It's a great time we to be alive. We got passionate about baseball. Yes. We're going to get passionate about women's hoops later. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Ben. 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 Let's go. Ben. Yes. That's a live high five for those yeah. of you listening. Over the glass. Over the glass high five. I dunked on him. It's epic. NFL points. <laughs> NFL points. Whew. Where do we even start here? How it's, about just the offseason? They have a they have a collective bargaining agreement in place. Isn't that and weird? And it's still more drama than the in the MLB. <laughs> Isn't that weird how they can just get a deal done? Like that's so weird. They've also had a deal in place for a very long time. Yeah, who cares? But that's for another time. <laughs> I have a feeling that if the players and owners had to negotiate again, it would be brutal for the NFL. It would be terrible. They hate each other in the NFL. It, it would be MLB-esque. Yeah, very much so. Well, Kyler Murray makes a statement about all of the recent drama. And let's just say it is quite sensitive. He basically just said he wants a, a big contract. And it's like, all right, cool. Larry Fitzgerald's dad called him out on Twitter saying that he's soft and... um play better which i mean like he's obviously a good quarterback but play better he's like yeah he's basically like just play the game of football he's like yeah. get better so stop um, being a wimp yeah what do you think about kyler murray alex it's it's stupid i'm just gonna read a portion of this sure uh actions speak much louder uh than words in this volatile business it is now simply up to the cardinals to decide if they want to prioritize their rapidly improving 24 year old already two-time pro bowl qb who led the organization from three wins before his arrival to 11 wins in their first playoff appearance in five years not to pat himself on the back or anything yeah. what <laughs> what granted eric burkhart the uh <laughs> the agent for kyler murray is the one who released a statement it doesn't make that any less yeah. stupid it's just humble yourself yeah like okay Congrats, Kyler. You had a few He's winning a great seasons. Quarterback. Yeah. Great quarterback. You cannot close for anything. Yeah, that's why you I'm have done nothing in the NFL to show me that you are a big that you want as big a that you earn. I should say as big of a contract as he's claiming he earns. Yeah, and it's not like uh, they haven't built an amazing team around him. Like that's a phenomenal squad. This team limps to the finish after a red hot start. Yeah. And he's going to sit here and say, I'm one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Sir, you're not top five right now. No, you are not a top five quarterback not. in the NFL. We're not going to sit here and rank him because I would rather pull my eyeballs out. Okay, but sure. He is, he is not a top five quarterback. Right. And it's a shame that he keeps calling himself that early and kind of just sitting on his laurels instead of trying to prove it on the field very and earning ben a contract. Yes. He could very easily go out onto the field this year and earn himself that contract. For sure. Well, he is still very much under contract. Dak Prescott he should not it. be holding out right now. He shouldn't. What he should be doing is putting in the work and showing up comes next season and proving to ownership why he deserves a larger contract. Yep. And guess what? If he doesn't get it, I'll tell you right now, Someone's there are at least him. six to seven franchises that will happily, happily pay mm -hmm. for Kyler Murray to be their quarterback. Yep. Yeah, I think Kyler Murray deserves a big contract for sure. But this is not the way to go about this. If, you're, if your organization, which we haven't hit free agency yet, if your organization at this point three weeks after the Super Bowl, is not ready to give you Patrick Mahomes money, then so be it. If yeah. Dak Prescott risked it all for a lot less 
Okay, you're still on number one pick money right now, which is about $15 million this year. Okay? Dak Prescott was on a minimum contract because he was a fourth-round pick or a third-round pick. I'm not sure. But, like... You just you just risk it. You're not Josh Allen, okay? You don't get the contract extension. You're not Patrick Mahomes. I know you're not getting five hundred million. So, you know, go out, maybe win a playoff game, yeah, and then maybe you'll get your contract or wait until three weeks in a free agency and use some leverage. This is not the mm-hmm. time. This should have been an internal issue. This yep. is something you go to ownership about and you have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And in, when ownership says no, this isn't the time for us to make this kind of deal. You just look him in the eye. You say, I'll prove you wrong. I'll prove it to you. Yeah. And then you go out on the field. You win 12, 13 football games. And you go to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And to his credit, he's been a very good quarterback that deserves a contract extension. For sure. He's not Baker Mayfield. But like. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We're, we're, I, I, I don't want to sound too harsh when I'm analyzing Kyler Murray. I'm just analyzing this situation, and I'm saying he's handling it very poorly. Yeah. Great quarterback. Terrible negotiator. There's so many red flags, you know? Yes. So many red flags. Um, being confident in yourself is one thing, but then just not knowing how to use leverage. <laughs> Fire your agent. You know? Yeah. Why? Kevin Burkhart. Yeah. What was Fire that? Fire your agent. That statement he released on, a, on that graphic, that was like MLA formatted two pages paper. Like, I probably turned in a similar length thing this year to one of my professors. Uh, I didn't get to that length. I was supposed to. I got five points off for it. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, happens to the best of us. You know, you, you get them next time, Ben. Maybe, get them next time. But I probably won't. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, he has to play football somewhere. Where will that be? Probably Denver. But, I mean, I, the more I'm seeing is, like, now it's Green Bay again. On like a, yeah. I heard he's like there, there was a lot a of Twitter deal. chatter about him going back to Green Bay. All after all this thing about the last dance and all that garbage, yeah. and it's like it's just like kind of boring. Yeah, like I kind of want to see him go somewhere else. Mix it up, you know. And I uh, one thing that happened on Twitter is that people this week, mainly Bears fans, so just <laughs> hear me out on this, Milwaukee. Hear me out on this. Green Bay, hear me out, Wisconsin. Just l- listen, cheeseheads. That you're already losing your mind. Just listen. Is Aaron Rodgers the problem? Now wait. Mm, you're gonna make some people angry. Calm, 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 calm. Yeah. All right. Settle. Some people are gonna be mad at you. Aaron Rodgers has had an excuse. The coach wasn't good enough. Yeah. Fire Mike McCarthy. The defense wasn't good enough. Make uh, changes there. Top three defense. The special teams. Ruined my chances. Mm. There's always something. Elite quarterbacks make up for that. They do. If you are an elite quarterback, you make the adjustment and you ball out. Now, granted, football is a team game. Are there going to be slip-ups along the way? Yes. But you don't blame an entire season on just one phase or one person. Team game. Is Aaron Rodgers a locker room cancer? Hmm. No, but but compared to quarterbacks on his tier, he's the least. He's he's not as good for the locker room. Tom Brady's a leader, or you know was whatever. Um, <laughs> will be in two years. Yeah, will be next year <laughs> with someone like Aaron Rodgers is kind of on the borderline of like leader and cancer. It's like you can't tell. 
which one he is. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I personally think he ends up in Denver. I think you feel the same. Mm-hmm. If he does go to Denver, who are your top four quarterbacks in the AFC West? Patrick I Mahomes has to be one. Yes, Pat Patrick Mahomes is definitely number one. And I think Rodgers has to be two. I have Rodgers at two as well. And then Justin Herbert's just that man. Yeah, Jay Herbo. And that's so sad that Jay Herbo would be the third best quarterback in his it's, division. It's pretty sad that Carr is the last, yeah. like, the worst quarterback but in the I'll division. But I'll tell you what, those games would be fantastic Sunday and Monday night football games. Yep. You tell at least six of those games are going to be on primetime television. Those teams are just going to beat each other up. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and then the worst quarterback in the AFC West at that point would be Derek Carr, who would be probably the best quarterback in the NFC South. You could debate that. And the back. NFC East. But, uh, yeah, the NFC East, I mean, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, he's better than Hurts. He's better than Dimes. He's better than Heineke. Those three are like <laughs> bottom tier. <laughs> Taylor Heineke. Do not disrespect my goat. I think... Uh, the Commanders? The Commanders are going for Malik Willis here in the draft. Ooh. That's, that's kind of what it's looking like. Is that going to go up for Malik? I like Malik. I just don't... I don't know. This is a very weak draft class. I for, feel like uh, at least yeah, for offense, yeah, offensively or for, for quarterbacks, quarterbacks offensively just across the board. That side of the football looks weak. Yeah, defense is pretty solid. You got some good edge rushers, especially at safety. You got that guy from Notre Dame. Don't remember his name because he's a safety, but like he's electric. I've, I'm hearing he's a generational talent. <laughs> generational talent. GMs are reaching out to me saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, they're asking you the questions, the no, Michigan they're, fan. <laughs> they're asking the Michigan fan for his what advice. What do you think about this Notre Dame safety, man? Yeah. Ah, he's the worst. Don't get him. Don't need him. <laughs> Guy's trash. Yeah, he's garbage. I actually missed that game. I forgot to watch. But oh, like, yeah. He was garbage. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco, he's the not future. A good quarterback. What, 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 what's going on there? So I'm hearing right. from ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Your number one source for all things garbage. People are saying, like, um, Jimmy G is not expected to be moved on from because they don't think Trey Lance is ready yet. But I'm I'm going to ask you, do you think that they're using that as leverage this offseason for a better Jimmy G trade? Or do you think that they actually mean that? I think he's gone. Mm-hmm. I think Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded. I also believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. Indeed, he's really Jimmy Garoppolo is barely a game manager. Mm-hmm. He had success in New England because it's New England. Mm. You put anyone there, with half a brain screwed in their head, and they will have success. Mac Jones trash. Heard it from Alex. Yes. Bill Belichick is a generational coach, and he can turn just about any white dude into the best quarterback you've ever seen. Indeed. Give him a and Let's see what he does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating to me when people overrate Jimmy Garoppolo, and by people, I mean the media. I think fans of the Niners will be one of the first people to tell you that Jimmy Garoppolo pretty average quarterback in the NFL, if not slightly below average. Debo Samuel is the reason Yes, that team right there. Yes, exactly. Jimmy Garoppolo will use the weapons around him, as he should, and he'll find success, which is fine. That's how the game should be played. But to sit here and say that Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, bit of an overstatement. Bit of, yeah. I, I definitely think he gets moved. Where and how much, I don't know. Carolina. It's like too perfect. Yeah. I also think that Trey Lance isn't the starting quarterback in San Francisco next year. Whoa! So That's a hot take in itself, it is a It is a bit of a hot take, but I don't think he is the starting quarterback. Who's the starting quarterback? A draft pick here? 
What are you thinking? Are you thinking they go sign somebody? I think they probably sign somebody. Like a Fitzpatrick could, type of deal? Yeah, probably, you know, maybe some Fitz magic, yep. a bridge year, something like that. A bri- oh, okay. Could be a bit of a, uh, you know, just getting to next year. Uh, Jameis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bring back my goat, Jameis Winston. Jameis, the goat forever. Yeah. I, yeah. I, de- I definitely don't think it's Trey Lance time just wow. quite yet. Wow. That's interesting. I kind of think that they get antsy and they throw them in. I, I do think the fans will be very unhappy if they don't get Trey Lance. Yep. But I also think it's in their best interest to sit him one more year. Uh-huh. That's agree. just me, At though. At least a half a year, yeah. Yeah. We got to take a break. Indeed. WCSF, Juliet, 88.7 FM. This is Couch Coaches. I'm Alex. That's Ben. We'll be right. right back. Talking some NBA, the national hour. This is the first hour of the show. The national hour, second hour, the local hour. Indeed. It's, it's going it, to be electric. show goes crazy this week. We'll be right back with more Couch Coaches. Just getting excited for that. WCSF, Juliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Alex is turning up this morning. I'm surfing. I'm surfing. I'm surfing. That's my favorite time of the show until the second hour. Oh, man. You know I like my (laughs) NBA points. (laughs) NBA points. National Basketball Association. Good. Give me a call. Good. Let me on a squad. Let me on a squad. 1.3 rebounds a game. I know. I know how the Thunder like their young guys. (laughs) I'm 18. I'm fresh. They're not 19 yet? No, man. Oh, that's so tough. Still got four months. That is so tough. Couldn't be me. Could not be me. Girlfriend's a cougar. All right. Uh, NBA points. I wanted to bring this up, right? (laughs) She's 19. Okay. Hey, same situation here. Mine's 20. Whoa! I'm 19. I'm 19. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, she's 19 when you're in high school, dude. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) All right. NBA points. I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I don't think it's the best thing to open on, but we're going to open on it. All right. Uh, Three of these teams will not make the second round. Like, factually. Like, that's not an opinion. Yeah. Okay, factually. Three of the Bulls, Bucks, Brooklyn Nets, Philadelphia 76ers, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, and Cleveland Cavaliers will be first-round exits. And it's like, like right now you can see the Nets, but Kevin Durant's returning tonight. Yeah, like but the Heat. will the Nets stay healthy? Right, will the Nets stay healthy? The Celtics are red hot. Right okay? now, give it two weeks. They're legit. The Cavs are a surprise team, but they are... Looking amazing. They're like the three seed in the East right now. They are, they're one of those teams that when I say, oh, they're very young. I don't know if the experience, it doesn't matter. It they just keep showing up and winning basketball so games. Yeah. That's they just keep the winning Grizzlies basketball games. Yes. I was like, the Grizzlies are too young. This is cool for right now. But they're like legit. Yeah. Jaw out here balling. Yeah, 52 the other night. Um, and I wanted to ask, <laughs> who do you think Bulls. those three first-round exits will be? The East is loaded this it year. It is. I don't know. I'm very scared. I'm very. All of these teams are teams that can make runs at the conference uh-huh. finals. And you know what that means? Eight seeds are gonna potentially beat the one seed, seven seeds, and two seeds. Mm-hmm. There's upsets to be had because mm-hmm. if you there if will you be get a the lot Nets of fall, 
Yeah. Or the Sixers fall to the seven or eight. That's dangerous. Yeah, there will be a lot of mix-up towards the end of this year. A lot of shuffling will go down throughout the the, yep. the, the standings in the Eastern Conference. That right? Bucks game was electric. Yeah, they're showing Bucks highlights right now on ESPN. That's a jump ball. So wait, did the Bucks win last night? Yep, one by one point. Oh! Steal with two seconds left by Giannis and a bucket by Drew Holiday to win it. Oh, wait, I got to kind of watch this happen in real time. Holiday with a bucket off the glass. That's off electric. The, off the jump ball. We got 1.9. Heat oh, up one. Nice. Passing it in. Is that a hero? hero? Oh, that was online too. Wow. Yeah, that, w- that game was electric. It was back, back and forth. Um, after the first quarter, the Heat had a decent lead. Hero had a really good game. Um, Duncan Robinson, the coach bud. Mm-hmm. makes me as angry as possible because it's the simplest things. Like, it's like Duncan Robinson at this point in the game, he's three for four from three. He's hit three in a row, okay? And Serge Ibaka is still going under screens, and they keep on going to Duncan Robinson. He hits two more. Serge Ibaka keeps on going under the same screen every time <laughs> on the wing. Just same no play, same screen. Every time he's going under the screen. Like, close out, man. Okay, he's five for six from three. He's one of the greatest natural shooters ever. But but yeah, we'll just we'll just let him shoot it. We, he's not yeah, that he's good. Fine. We'll let him shoot it. It's not like he's getting seventeen million dollars this year, literally just to shoot. Yeah. I think the first thing that sticks out to me as a as an exit here, the Heat. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the Heat. No way. Yes, the one seed in the East goes down. You don't think they'll end yes. as the one seed though, right? No, they won't end up as the one seed. Yeah. They, okay. They are right now. They won't be in a few They'll weeks. A few I also spots. think the Bulls. I don't think. The, I think the Bulls are second round exits. Okay, fair enough. I think they're second round exits. Yeah, they're you're, they're not on the tier as those. Yes, those top, 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 they, top, top, top. Teams. They will win a playoff series if it's the last thing I I see ever. But they definitely. But will But it's nerve wracking with how deep it is, right? Yes, like being the one seed. This is an impossible anything. list to pick from. I want to say Sixers, but James Harden's on the dang team now. The Celtics are apparently the second coming of the Lakers from Kobe Bryant and Shaq era. Like, I don't know what what to do here. I think the easy pick right here is like, is like you could say Cavs. Yeah. And then you could be like Celtics, you know, they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But then it's like, are you really going to count out the Nets with Kevin Durant back and Kyrie Irving putting up 38 on some of the best teams in the league? Especially once the mandate is lifted in and New York playing. and he's playing on a nightly basis. Like, it is scary with how good those, like, players are. Yeah. Just are we, Kyrie Irving's just that good. Are we really going to let a flat earther ball out on the league, though? I mean, the Bucks did, I guess. It's true. Like, I don't know. You could go Celtics, Cavs, and somebody else. If you say Heat, you say Heat. And it's like, it's not even that hot of a take, even though they're the one seed. Because it's like, okay, you get a good eight seed, and you don't want to play the Nets in the first round. Regardless of the questions about him, you don't want to play the Nets. You don't want to play the Sixers. James Harden's averaging a 27-point triple-double right now with his new team. And Joel Embiid's still the MVP. So... Ugh. The East is loaded. This is the first time in my lifetime that the East has been yeah, probably better than the West. Yeah, the Western Conference the past five years very top heavy. has been the best conference in basketball. Yep. Granted, there's only two, but you, you know they call it the Wild West, and it and has been. It's, it's it always has been. East. And then the East has two or three teams. It's, it's LeBron's most. team, and then you got maybe the yeah. Bulls uh, when D. Rose was there, and then, you know. Mm-hmm. So... There, there wasn't always a lot of talk about the East. The Eastern Conference this year 
is the best conference. Mm -hmm. No doubt in my mind. The only thing is it's like the top of the West is like probably the best three teams in the league. Warriors, Suns, Grizzlies. You can make that argument. So they have the best three teams in the league. And then it's like after that, it's like, okay, well, the Lakers suck. The Clippers are totally... The Lakers are in a very weak Western Conference and are still in the play-in. It's ridiculous. LeBron James is in the play-in. Yeah, it's sad to see. But... I mean, now the Suns without Booker, without Chris Paul, Booker went into COVID protocols, which I kind of thought that I forgot about it. Yeah, I thought COVID was over, but that's fine. Yeah, and then Chris Paul with the hand surgery. Um, he's going to do that today. Um, you know, how do they hold up? Where do they fall in the Western Conference standings? And if they fall far enough without their two stars, do they maybe knock out the Grizzlies in the first round? Like, if they get that matchup, like... We'll have to see with the West, but this year everyone's looking at the East. Like, you know, those seven teams are like, wow. And then you could potentially have an eighth team that is young, up and coming. Like the Hawks. The Hawks last year were just in the conference finals. I didn't mention them. They're yeah. still the same roster. Yeah, nothing has changed. Right. Nothing has changed. It's still Trey Young gone. pulling up from yep. the logo. Trey's still balling. Mm-hmm. So... East what about? Scary. Yeah, I, I want to get your thoughts on the Knicks being the biggest disappointment in the NBA this year. A lot of hype yeah. from them. We had the rant last week from Stephen A. Smith, or was yeah. that two weeks ago? Uh, I, uh, hmm. Regardless, uh. we we played that rant on the show, the greatest rant in the history of Stephen A. Smith, I think. And that's saying a lot. But it, I, I'd have to go Kwame, Kwame Brown rant, uh, but yeah. outside of the Kwame Brown rant, he got small hands. He can't catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that is a legit rant. <laughs> He can't move. He can't he move, have a but he doesn't really move. know where he's going. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> he has a post move, but he can't put it to memory. Like, yeah. He can't yeah. do uh, the same move twice. I'd be celebrating if I was the Lakers. It's like, this is your championship. <laughs> the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, the Knicks are, are trash garbo cheeky, right? And I knew for a fact that they couldn't sustain it, but I didn't know it would be this bad. Like, like Julius Randle, I was like, I like Julius. When he got signed there, I said to my friend, I was talking to Michael, and I was like, it was the same time that Zion was getting drafted to New Orleans. And I said, Julius Randle will have more of an impact on the New York Knicks that Zion will have on the Pelicans. And to an extent, that was true because, you know, Zion hasn't played and whatnot. Zion's played like in 35 total games. When when Zion played, he was literally an all-star and Julius Randle, you know, whatever. Is Julius Randle. Is Julius Randle. But... Yeah, I mean, it's not sustainable. Coach Tibbs has got to be the first to go. Yeah, I think we mentioned that a week ago or a couple weeks. Like, yeah. Coach Tibbs has Tibbs to go. Garbo trash. Tibbs coaches like it's still the 90s. And it's not. He plays his stars 36-plus minutes a game. Kemba Walker now is sitting out the rest of the year as an, a mutual agreement. Yeah, well, I don't know what that was. Yeah, that was. Cam Reddish isn't in the rotation, and he's, like, one of the better 3-and-D wings in the game. Like, he he helped lead the Hawks yeah, to the conference that, finals he last year. Play, he was big. He in the was playoffs. in the rotation. Didn't he start most of those games? Yeah, he did, and he was lighting it up. Yeah, he's on your bench. Yeah, he was a huge. He was the number three recruit when he went to Duke. At Duke, he lit it up like he was legit. He was one of my favorites coming out of the draft. Very Paul George esque, mm. and and. Now he's in out of the rotation. Miles McBride is on your G League team. He's averaging like a 30-piece, and he doesn't have a spot in your rotation, even with no D-Rose and no Kemba Walker. I, R.J. Barrett 
is out there dropping 46 on one of the best defenses, and you're still losing games because you're trash. Mitchell Robinson is on a one-year, $1.62 million deal. That is the lowest you'll ever see it for that quality of a player, and he's not getting playing time. Okay? How about utilize your centers? Okay, because you're paying Norland's Noel $9.82 million a year to do worse than what Mitchell Robinson is doing. And I like Norland's Noel, but I don't like him as much as Mitchell Robinson. And you're getting Mitchell Robinson on an $8 million discount. And I guarantee you he's getting a bag. Julius Randle is making $22 million to shoot 36% from the field as a power forward. You know how hard that is to do? Okay, R.J. Barrett is your future, and he, he just might be gone, like, eventually. Because even though he loves New York— and he, he wanted to go this. there. He can't you can't do this. this. Yes. And you know what? They don't have uh, the right guy in power to actually make the change. You know James Dolan isn't going to do anything about it. Whatever, whatever helps his profit. And you know what? Mitchell Robinson on a $1.62 million deal actually helps his profit quite a bit. It does. That's big time. So you got Tibbs. You're not going to go out there and you're not going to pay Steven Silas to come in as your head coach. You're not going to pay um, one of the assistant coaches, Mike D'Antoni or something. You're not going to. Mm-hmm. Even though Mike D'Antoni is a perfect fit. He would ask for a little bit too much for you because he wants to win ball games. So that's my little rant on the Knicks. Ben doesn't like the Knicks. This is WCSF Couch Coaches, 88.7 FM. We got to take a break. Ben, when we come back, yes, we're going to do... You're going to talk a little bit more hoops. I like hoops. Yeah, he does like hoops, but... Not NBA hoops. We're going to talk some college hoops. D1. We're moving down the scale here. It is March. We're getting closer. (laughs) The March Madness show approaches. Yes, sir. It's going to be the greatest show in the history of everything. Other than this one. Other than this one. Because this one is That will be number two. This week is number one. Oh, what about next week, dude? We'll talk about it on break. Next week's off week. Off week. But March Madness talk. Conference tournaments are next week. Selection show. But do you know when that is? We'll talk about it on break. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll be fine. Okay, love you all. We'll see you in two minutes. (laughs) WCSF. We're turning up in stew today. Music to my ears. Literally. What? 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 Just so you know, we looked it up. And uh, tournament officially outside of the first four, you know, no one cares. Yeah. Uh, The first round (laughs) is on March 17th, Thursday. We will be breaking that all down for you in the morning. I promise you. Giving you our picks. And you can go back. The bracket will be pre selected. It will be pre selected. Yep. So we won't be picking it on air, obviously, because suction show on Monday and all that. It will be pre-selected, but we'll still break down every single game on the bracket. You know we're going to make our picks. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna go back next week. Where we're gonna compare who has the better record. Mm-hmm. You and me, me and you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be insane. Also, if you make a bracket and you want to add us on Twitter, you can go ahead and at Alex, and mm-hmm. we'll bring it up on the show. Yep. Alex, what's the Twitter? At A L E X M I E L C A R. Z, indeed. Yes, yes. Yes. So March 17th, we'll be breaking everything down. But right now, we're not on college uh, hoops tourney, okay? We're on just 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 college college hoops. hoops. Just college college hoops. hoops. Uh, Purely just college hoops. Men's college hoops. You know, because I don't know anything about the women's side. We got got the whammon in the second hour. We've got the NAIA woman in the second hour. We have your fighting saints. The fighting saints, the CCAC tournament champs. CCAC tournament champions. As a two seed Uh with eight active players. By the way, 
Happy Selection Show Thursday, everybody. Indeed. Happy that Selection Show Thursday. At 6 p.m., I believe. Uh-huh, 6 p.m. on the Facebook. Yeah. Yes, on, on the Can't F-book. even get it on TV, just on the Facebook. It's all good. We hey. don't even want it on TV. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Respect our saints tonight. If the committee does not respect our saints, we're going to have words. Dog, we're one seed. Dog. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we beat their number 18 team in the nation by 20, by 20. in a tournament it championship close. game. It was easy. It was a beat eight players. It was a murder. Okay, just look at Acosta. 20 and 14. Like, it was nothing. It was nothing. Just averaged 42 minutes a game over the tournament. It's whatever. Light. By the way, 42 work. minutes a game is more than regulation. Uh-huh. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that good, Ben? I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's good, Bob. Yeah, also, though, just want to make sure before we get into men's college hoops, Caitlin Clark, you're a baller. Okay, you pulled up on my Michigan Wolverines, fourth-ranked team in the nation. <laughs> like it was nothing, like from half. It wasn't even hesitating. You looked like a lamella ball in eighth grade. I mean, you were just straight up pulling. She's different. So she's different. She's different. Future of women's hoops is in really good hands with Pyle and Clark. Uh, <laughs> so, so, um, yeah. You got any points here on college hoops you want to get into? Oh, my God. Yes. So this year, we've had, like, what, seven different AP number ones? Yeah. This, and is, then- this is the most up-for-grabs tournament I think we have ever had. Just the other day, I think it was Tuesday? Yep, Tuesday. All, all the top, top six, six lost. lost. They and lost. Half of them were unranked teams. And then you also had, you know, you couldn't say it because seven won. Eight mm-hmm. lost. Uh, ten lost. Like, Everyone is trash. And then last night... Uh, is everyone I'm, trash or is everyone good? No, everyone is trash. And um, I last night, Kansas, number six, Kansas lost. Uh, what's the date today? Uh, 18, UConn. Uh, Auburn went to overtime with Mississippi State. Their garbo cheeks. Uh, 14, Arkansas, one of my picks. They beat LSU by one. Texas A&M crushed number 20, 25, Alabama, who is a lot of people's picks at the beginning of the season. Alabama is not a bad football team. I'm uh, sorry, basketball. They team. really aren't a bad football team. <laughs> when you go into basketball, they're a little bit worse, but they're still good. <laughs> that was just forced to have it right there. No, you talk Alabama, first thing you think of is football, but no, they're hoops ain't bad. You know who put them on the map? Colin Sexton put them on the Colin map. Colin Sexton was that dude. Remember when he went three v five against I think Mississippi State? That was funny enough, and almost won a basketball game. He dropped like 40-something. He almost won that game. Colin Sexton, and the Cavs don't even have him, and they're balling like that. It's probably better that they don't have him. Um, Yeah, NCAA men's hoops is legit this year. You got, like, top-heavy college guys. Like, in terms of college, you got Drew Tim, Hunter Dickinson's looking really good for Michigan, obviously. Mm -hmm. Had to bring him up. Um, Chet Holmgren, obviously, who sucks, but he's not that bad. Pyle Banchero, um, Javari Smith, um... You know, Jaden Ivey's really good for Purdue. Very, very player heavy this year. Like one guy, one guy on the, on the squad. It yeah. seems like. Um, but yeah, it's a very up for grabs. I think the conference tournament actually is going to prove a lot about these teams. And I think that the 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 less you know this year about the teams, the better you'll do in March Madness. Yeah, this is purely the best year. For the person in the office who picks by color. My mom this is that's your picking year. by mascot. Yeah. Or that's picking by, oh, Jaden Ivey is pretty cute. I think I'll go with Purdue to win it all. Yeah. It, it, it is your year to yeah. shine. Yep. You know what? Forget it. I'm picking a 16 seed to win it all. This is just where it's been. I, I thought you were serious for a sec. 
I don't know why I'm that gullible, but I was like, bro, Ben's breaking face, news. Ben's face got so big. That was hilarious. Hot take. Hot take. UMBC retrievers. Woo! Going all the way. Hey, don't hate on my golden uh, retrievers now. Come They're on. good, dog. Best Twitter in uh, college basketball. They're good at not being very good. It's very true. How about the Big Ten? How about it? It's all over the place. I mean, OSU beats up on Michigan. Michigan beats up on MSU. MSU beats up on Purdue. Purdue is bad. Like, they're so overrated. Purdue's a pretender in your, they in are your mind? so far a pretender. They take care of the bad teams, but they play U of M twice. Lost. Uh, they play MSU, lost. OSU, lost. Wisco is the best team, and they just beat Purdue to win the Big Ten regular season championship. I mean, Wisco looks like the only legitimate team right now that I can trust to win big games. They mm-hmm. win big games. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to break down my power five, power six in college basketball because you got the Big East. Wait, before you get into that, who's your Big Ten conference tournament champion? Or is that part of these picks? Is this a re- regular season pick or tournament picks? Tournament picks. Okay, never mind that. Yeah. I, 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 I won't ask. Okay, uh, but I got Wisconsin. In the Big Ten In the tournament? Big Ten. Because okay. they're the only team that I can trust to beat another ranked opponent in the Big Ten. What? U of I? No. Uh, no. <laughs> U of I couldn't beat... No, no, no respect for Brad Underwood? No, they couldn't beat um, Purdue. Co- they can't Kofi beat... Kofi Coburn, player of the year? He's legit. He's legit. But they can't beat Wisconsin. They can't beat Marquette. Okay. Marquette was the third game of the season. Who cares? Can't beat him. Could barely take care of Michigan. Can't take care of MSU. I mean, they're not, they're not that good. They're, okay. they're not that good. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> they're not taking care of Wisconsin. Just if they wait. Run, if whoever runs we already into beat Johnny, Wisconsin. Whoever runs into Johnny Davis, Johnny Davis in tournament time, I'm excited to see. That man is potentially the greatest basketball player in the history of the entire universe. <laughs> not an overreaction. Michael who? Michael Jordan. No, not Michael Jordan. Bruh. LeBron James. No. Overreaction. We're going to move to the SEC. Uh, Auburn is pretty much the consensus pick because yeah. they're like the third ranked team in the nation. Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> how so, about Arkansas? Yeah, how about Arkansas? Go Razorbacks. Arkansas is going to win the tournament. Yeah, the let's have some fun. Uh, let's get because crazy. they had one of the best recruiting classes that in their program history for sure. But mm-hmm. I think that when it comes down to it, they have a better team. And Jabari Smith does not show up in the biggest of games so far. <laughs> and also when you watch Auburn, it seems like everything out of their control goes wrong for some reason. So when it's March... Everything will go wrong for Auburn. Arkansas and got a win last night, too. Arkansas is good. They're pretty good at the game of basketball. Let me just fact check you really quick. Yes, they did. They did win. Thank you. Against the LSU opponent. Mm. 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 So I got Arkansas. It's a bit of an upset. Actually, a huge upset there. But mm-hmm. Arkansas is winning the SEC. Going I can to the get Big with East. that. Big East is interesting this year. Marquette. Uh, Villanova, Xavier, respect Providence. Big East basketball. I think I've said that on the show before. We did say respect that. Big East basketball. Yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I got Providence. Okay, uh, just because they they beat the other teams in the conference. I mean, it's it's tough because Marquette has won their ranked games, but I think that the their kryptonite is Providence. So I, I'm going to go Marquette versus Providence in the championship there, and I'm going to go Providence. ACC's Duke. No question. Let's move on. <laughs> Pac-12. Coach K, my goat. Carry Pac-12, on. Zona. Again, no question. No question. That's not even at all. Like, you, I can see you saying North Carolina for the ACC, but no. Um, Big 12, I'm going to go with Baylor because they're so good, and they were the number one team for probably the longest uh, in the AP poll. Don't fact check me on that, but 
Um, Baylor's going to have a tougher ride with some smaller teams like A&M. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they're going to give them a run for their money. But uh, I got I got the Big 12 going Baylor. So right. a few upsets. But. Way too early national champion. <laughs> Arkansas. Ah, I like it. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, they're good. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, we're gonna. they're going to lose in the first round. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Bill Walton has like... Eight Pac-12 teams in the uh, tournament right now. Bill Walton is full of himself. Yeah. Bill Walton is also high at all times. Yep. Did you see? We'll talk about it later. (laughs) We don't got time right now. We got to take a break. When we come back, it's the greatest hour in the history of hours ever. You guys know what time it is. It's time for the Women's Basketball Hour right here on Couch Coaches. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, leave a review. Do it. Do it. But only good reviews. Good reviews are, are preferred. But if you have a bad review, you can say something about it, and then I'll delete it. But <laughs> can you even do that? I don't know, but we'll see. Leave a review. Leave, press the stars on Apple Podcast. Write a review. Be nice. Mm-hmm. It helps people find us, and it helps grow the show and the community. Unless you don't want us to grow, you menace. Yeah, then you're just you're like chaos. <laughs> and that's okay, too. We'll be right back with more Couch Coaches from Tower Hall. Listening to Couch Coaches on the home of Fighting Saint Football, WCSF Joliet, 88.7 FM. Intercepted by the Saints in the end zone, touchback! Oh, that was electric! You can't defend that! There's no way to do it! Lawrence Stefanski with it on the right hand. He's going to pop it himself from distance and he go. got it. All tied up. There goes Tumble T! 70 yards! Creates a three-pointer. He That's got big. it. That's big. How about the freshman get yeah. big minutes? Connolly, yes. Oh, baby. Lab Woods ball game. That's a Saints winner. That'll do it. And now your host, Alex and Ben. Coaches. Yeah, it is Couch Coaches, isn't it? WCSF. It is WCSF, isn't it? Joliet. It is Joliet, isn't it? 88.7 FM. Yes, that's what you're listening to. WCSF. Joliet, 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Hey, guys. Bill Walton is better all time than Steph Curry. And it's obvious. Yeah. (laughs) Stop it! You don't know what you're talking about. Stop it! Yep. By the way, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, Shannon, no, Skip Bayless. Shannon, yep. On uh, Skip and Shannon, the worst debate show in the history of sports television. Probably, yeah. Uh, they try to do weird stuff every day. They talk about LeBron every day. Uh, Skip wears MJ shoes, and uh, Skip Shannon smokes cigars and drinks whiskey. It's while quite talking frustrating about to watch. So. It, it, every now and then, you get a good clip with the goat mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it is funny. Sometimes. Every now and then you get a good clip. But that, who Help cares? It's on the this way. This is the greatest hour in the yeah. history yes. of couch coaches. Yes. This is the greatest hour ever. Is it too early to call? Probably. Greatest yes. hour ever. Okay, we're Lock talking. Lock it in. One hour of NAI women's hoops. One whole hour? What? First time anyone said that, but it is Someone's got to say it. it. Is Someone's got to say it. 
It is the most electric basketball you will ever see. If you are not on the women's hoops train in the NAIA, get on. We're leaving the station at 6 p.m. tonight. Midwest NAIA <gasps> uh, women's hoops is legit. It's it legit. is legit. And you know what? The Fighting Saints, they're legit. They're atop the CCAC after winning the tournament. Yes. Good transition, Ben. Let's Fantastic go. transition, Ben. Great transition. They put together... The greatest run. That's overstating it, but they put together a fantastic a fun run. run. A very sure. fun run with an extremely short bench. And we have a great hour to talk about all of it, including Andriana Acosta and Jordan Pyle live in studio. That's oh, right. What? Friend of the show, Jordan Pyle. Mm. Second appearance, all time record record holder. <laughs> Second appearance, all time record holder. Congratulations to her on the record. I'm going to shake her hand when she comes in and just, and just say congrats on the record. She's not going to know what I'm talking about, but she'll She's know. She's going to be nice. But, oh, oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Hey, I would also like to point out that last time she was on the show, she said I couldn't pronounce her town name. I said it during the playoffs. What's her town's name? Tralgan, Australia. I don't blame you for not being able to say that the first time. You skipped the second R. That's the trick. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> I'm from Brookfield. 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 See how that just rolls, yeah, just right rolls off, off the, the tongue. <laughs> From Brookfield, Wisconsin. <laughs> Jamie Benjamin <laughs> Merrick. Yes, sir. If you didn't catch Alex on the PA, you really genuinely missed out. Yeah. JP 33 Yeah. That went hard. That Absolutely one hard. legit. I think I hit it for an and one. Yeah. I, I think she got it for Dude. an and one. JP 33 yes. the hoop in the heart. Yes. Oh my gosh, this guy's legit. That was uh, fun. Yeah, that was one of the most fun tournament runs I've seen in a long time. And I'm going to give credit where credit is due right now. Mm. The students at the University oh of St. Francis showing you guys out turned for up. women's... That place was packed. Mm -hmm. It was the loudest was I've loud. ever heard the Sullivan It wasn't Center. like they were just sitting there and no, there was a lot of people they watching. They were into they were it. into it. Maddie Gard has legit beef with every student <laughs> at St. Francis right now. Like... Maddie Gard of Indiana University, South Bend, for those of you uh, wondering. I she mean, fouled out and... Goodbye! Goodbye! goodbye. She was waving back. Why? She waved back. Does she not understand the concept of um, how that works? Yeah, she you fouled know, out with four minutes to go. And I'm going to say this right now. They might have won if they had her. IUSB easily wins that basketball game if Maddie Gard is in. They, they had all over time. And credit to IUSB, they, they played a very good game they with played Katie a and Maddie Gard, game. both putting up Pretty decent numbers. I think Katie had 18, Maddie had 22, or vice versa. But, um, yeah, that tournament run with Holy Cross, you know, students were there. And then Coach McGinty says, Coach McGinty says, free pizza. And <laughs> yeah. the entire college, everyone in their mother and their mom up. said, Free pizza. All right, ben that. did a great job on pizza duty too. I'd I just like to point that. out. Yeah, I ben, did. Ben on pizza duty was I big did time. Distribute. 22 out of the 25 pizzas were taken. Yeah. How about this for numbers? Give me something. In the IUSB game, which was last Thursday, we previewed it. We got you ready for it. Yeah, we, we talked we it up big said time. They win, and they did. So. Uh, Jake Lasota, friend of the show, friend Jake Lasota, Lasota, came on, talked his talk. You know, we talked some baseball with him, and then we talked some women's hoops and with him. And then the women's hoop walked the walk. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. He said he would not be surprised if they if Andreana Acosta was his pick to click. He said mm -hmm. that on the show. He did. Go back listen to the tapes. He did. Congrats, Lasota. And uh, he was right. Uh, yeah, cast a 30 points in 41 minutes. That's uh, Is that good? That's good. I that's think good. that's good. That's good. Uh, USF shot 43% from the field. Last time I USB. checked, that's, that's pretty good. Just 25% from three, though. That's oh, I. 71% oh. at the line. 
They were out rebounded and still won a basketball game. Yeah, it's kind of been the that's kind of been the theme <laughs> for them. They had more turnovers than IUSB still won a basketball game. It didn't feel like they should have, but then when they did, it was like, okay, they're beating anyone. Yeah. They led for all of three minutes. Yep. The majority of which came in overtime. In overtime. Yep. And it was, by they the, won that game twice, mm-hmm. by the way. You look back at the footage, uh-huh. she got it off. Okay. She, yeah. Acosta had a chance to win the game in regulation. Uh, ball came in. She kind of fumbled around with it, got it up in time. Clock started on time. Did it? Yeah. From the footage I've seen, cl- looked like clock started on time. Looked like she got the shot off in time. However, I will say this the official gave the Saints a very iffy timeout prior to that possession, which is why I think they waved it off. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was. In real time, I thought it was because the clock might not have started on time. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that felt like way more than That's a second. That's what I thought, too. Um, but, but after footage and yeah. watching all that, I think the clock started on time. I think the bigger issue was uh, the Saints had a shot to win it. Uh, Mickens put up a three from the corner. It was, well, let's just be frank. It was well off. Mm-hmm. It was very much off. The ball was loose on the ground. Acosta dove down, grabbed it in the paint. Uh, she got her hands on it. Uh, she tried to outlet it. And McGinty was screaming for a timeout. And I think by the time the timeout was granted, I don't think Acosta had the ball. Woo! So I'm going to be honest. I think that is why uh, we were not given. Moving that on bucket. to the St. X game. Yeah, but we hung <laughs> on in overtime. Outscored Indiana South Bend a measly 8 to 3 in overtime. Which in that game felt like 11 to 0. Yeah, that, that was a big run. That was a big one. <laughs> that was big. Huge run. Every in that possession, game. I was holding my breath. Everyone else in the student section was. The court was rushed. Okay. The court was rushed for a, a I a lost semi, my phone for about five win. minutes. <laughs> and then Coach T had it. But I was scared, but I wasn't that scared. Alex runs up to me goes, let's go. <laughs> Chest bump. He moves on with his day. I move on with mine. Yeah. Go had, back to I my had, dorm. Yeah. Forget to do homework. <laughs> um, Doesn't do his algebra. <laughs> which I am failing. So, uh, yeah. And then you go to St. X and I'm like, I'm concerned. Right. I'm like. Will the support be the same as it was with ISP? Because the support from the student section pushed the Saints over the edge in the ISP game. Mm-hmm. I genuinely believe that they had the five-point impact. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. And they gave them the energy playing 44 minutes. Um, playing 44 minutes in the second game. Coming off playing 40 minutes a game. I think it was 37 uh, against Holy Cross. And... I think it was the, the Saints student section. And then you go to St. X and they're all there. Everyone showed out. It, dude, Carlos, granted, the goalkeeper for the soccer team, had a jersey. Jordan, he had a Jordan Pyle jersey on. I tore, I think, was wearing a 21 jersey. That's legit, dude. Like, that's what's up. Yeah. You can't tell me this school doesn't care about it. We are a women's hoop school. Hot take. Uh, Coach McGinty. Coach McGinty is like coming the on the biggest, show later. The biggest man on campus right now. Yes, sir. He's like the big. Yes, sir. The student section fed so much off of his energy, especially the he, baseball team. Yes, he fed. Uh, I think this was in the Holy Cross game. Yeah, he uh, late in the game we got a clutch bucket. Let's go. He turns around. Yes, sir. He looks right at the baseball team and like the women's soccer team. Yep. Looks at him and says, "You like that?" Yes, sir. Kirk Cousins esque. This man. Yeah, they're feeding off him. Adriana's big right now. Jordan's big right now. And it's like, it like ignited this campus. Yes. Like, it's fun. It's it, fun. It is the talk of campus. I felt like the national championship. <laughs> but it wasn't, though. It wasn't even national championship. This <laughs> team's going to go close. deep. Uh, but 
You want to go to break? Let's go no, to break. We, we, we do in have one more minutes. minute. Well, one more thing to talk about. How far does this team get nationally? Dude. I will we'll talk about it with Anjana yeah, and Jordan, ask, but I want to get your thoughts a, without them doing random stuff over there. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I what are the dog doing? This this team, dude. You know, obviously they're not nationally ranked, which they they will be, but they're they're gonna ruin some some top ranked team seasons. Yeah. And if they they would have beat Clark, which they should have, if they would have beat Vanguard, which they should have. They're ranked right now, and I think that they're going to go at least Sweet 16. This team is, like, mm. on fire. Well, we'll see. Is that 13 state straight 13, or 14 straight? 13. 13? Yeah, you can't beat that. We got to go to break. When we come back. You already know what time it is. We're, we're, we're going to get two big-time Bernies in here. Yeah, you already two know. Two big-time Bernies. Jordan Pyle, Andriana Costa, live in the studio. That's coming up next right here on Couch Coaches, WCSF, Joliet, 88.7 FM. Long run, it's just delaying the inevitable. The Fighting Saints lead by 20 with 5.4 seconds to play. They are going to be CCAC tournament champions. The Cougars inbound it. Austin is just going to let it expire. A three-pointer on the way from Flater. Back iron, no. Kaylee Ford, the rebound. And that is it. The Fighting Saints CCAC tournament champion. Coach McGinty in his first season as head coach at the University of St. Francis has led the Fighting Saints to the promised land once again. You like that, Ben? I like that. Yeah, you do. You made this just for, for why? For fun. WCSF Joliet 88.7 FM. I'm Alex. That's Ben. This is Couch Coaches. We are now joined live in studio. Friend of the show, Jordan Pyle, making her triumphant return. As well as Andriana Acosta, her first appearance on the show. Welcome to the couch. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, welcome, Andriana. (laughs) Get in. We're all friends here. Get close. Get close. Get close. (laughs) That's a record for Jordan. Let the people hear you. Second time on the show. Jordan Pyle, record holder. World record holder. Two-time appearance. Second time. (laughs) All right. Big time. Let's get into it. We got time here. You got plenty of time. Big so, hour ahead. Big hour ahead for the show. Let's get into awards. Let's right. get into awards. Just right to it. Adriana, second team, ace, uh, CCAC. My bad. God, this is second time. He loves saying all ACC. I've been, I've been <laughs> fumbling this morning. Sorry, Ben. Early morning. Yeah, early morning. Second team. It's only the eighth it. time we've done this, Ben. Dude. <laughs> you, like, I never get used to it because you always yeah. have me waking up at six in the morning. <laughs> The show starts at 7. You can roll out of bed at 6.45 and be here on time. I can't lie. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. What. I'm the one that gets up at 6 a.m. to get here and set all this up. Yeah, right? when do you get here, actually? Uh, like 6.30. For why? Like, Got to set doing? all this up, dude. This takes a while. For the board and everything? Not the board, but like all this stuff. The music, Anyways, the second team center. God damn. How did you feel about not getting first team? Because I felt like <laughs> not good. Well, you got to like, just... Oh, well, I'm going to be blunt. Like... Honestly, I didn't even have any expectations of what I was going to receive. So, I mean, I was just, you know, happy. She's happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. Let's go find Toronto. I personally thought it was a joke, but. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was a joke. She was first team. She was first team in my heart. Jordan, obviously, first team all uh, CCAC. Fumbled. Dude, stop. And player of the year. How did it feel to get player of the year, obviously? Um, Obviously, I was really honored to get that. I know there are a lot of 
uh, really good players in our in our conference. So yeah. I think it was really awesome, and I'm really appreciative of the fact that I got it. And I think it's just a representation of how awesome our team is as well, because I wouldn't have got it without them. So you did so, averaging eighteen six and three all season long. Is that good? Is yeah? It's is that good? It's really good. good. I, I think that's good. It's pretty really good. good. Is, is that good? I think that's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like the humble response. It's yeah, response. it's humble. <laughs> it was between you and Claire Austin, and honestly. That was kind of <laughs> sorry. That come Just on. That, that was there. an easy choice. <laughs> yep. Claire Austin fumbles the bag in the biggest game of the season. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Am I wrong? Shots. Okay, yeah. I take a shot at Maddie Gard. That's different. Because she has beef with the whole school. She has beef with everyone. Uh, she's got. Like that was all right. Let's just let's start there. The IUSB game. Yeah. <laughs> How awesome was that to play in front of a crowd like that? I'm sure you guys have had crowds like that before because it's not like this program sucks. It's a very good program. You're used to that. You're used to success. But now you're doing it in front of a packed house at the Pat Sullivan Center. COVID doesn't exist anymore. So we're just, you're doing it in front of the home fans. How'd that feel? Honestly, I'll have to say, like, out of my, like, 20 years here, um, <laughs> that was probably the biggest fan section we've ever had. And, you know, being that our seniors, like, our last ever home game, too, like, coaches said in the beginning like go out and play like it's a championship game and that's exactly what we did well you stormed the court like it was afterwards <laughs> yeah we did um but yeah we definitely competed and we played like you know how we are used to playing and like every girl like stepped up and embraced their role do you think that the crowd pushed you over the top like playing 44 minutes do you think that it gave you the energy absolutely yeah we fed off that for sure yep Oh yeah, I agree. I think that without those fans there, that would have been a much a much tougher game than it was. So I appreciate everyone for coming because that was awesome. And free yeah, pizza. Oh, free yeah. pizza, free pizza, free oh, pizza. Yeah. Sure. It was the pizza. It was Who definitely the pizza. That? I I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I was a pizza, by the way. Uh, uh, I think oh, it could be better with that. It was free. It was, it, it, it was there. <laughs> People were eating it. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Sorry, coach. Um, yeah, Coach McGinty definitely listening to this right now. He's coming on in 11 minutes, so. <laughs> Coach McGinty, yeah. coming on the show. In coming 11 on the minutes. Show. Oh, he's coming. Uh, yeah, he's coming. Via, oh, via he's phone, coming. via phone. Okay. <laughs> Long drive for the big man. We're not, we're, we're not making him do all that. It's way too much. Uh, Andriana, local product. Went to JCA, did all that. What's it mean to represent both your home area? You're not a Joliet resident, but your home, we'll call it the home area. And uh, bring home, is this your second tournament championship win? Uh, it is, yes. Um, honestly, it's just, it's really special to me, especially because, like, being a local and, like, having, like, all my family and friends being able to, like, show up to the games. And not only that, but, like, be also, like, a representation to, like, we have, like, the high school girls from, like, uh, JCA or even, like, little grade school girls because I went to St. Ray's right across the street who throughout the years have came and supported, like, me and the team, which has just been really special to me because, like, I started, like, in their shoes at one point. And, like, to be where I'm at now is just, like, you know, I feel like it gives lots of girls, like, hope and motivation to, like, you know, it's anything's possible if you work towards it. Jordan, less local. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. Nice transition, I'm, too. Thank you. Just thank a you. really hard cut. <laughs> less local. Still, second championship win for you, right? Yes. That's big time. Uh <laughs> What are you laughing at I'm over sorry, there? Your transitions just suck. <laughs> okay, keep going. We're all we're having a bad day here, Ben. All right, know, we hyped tough. up the show. We hyped it's up the show, and now we're fumbling the bag. Yeah. All right, it happens. Yeah. Happens to the best so of us. Uh, second tournament win. How do you carry the momentum? You've done it before. Now, how do you carry the momentum into the uh, the national uh, tournament, which will be selected tonight at six p.m. 
Yeah, honestly, I think it's just about keeping up the hard work, you know, keep practicing with uh, the bodies that we have at the moment. <laughs> um, but honestly, it's all about the mindset we, where I feel like we went into that championship game and thought, you know, we've worked way too hard for this whole year to be losing now. So I think that going into that first uh, NAIA national tournament, we will definitely be going in with the mindset that we've come way too far to go home now. Yeah, what's like the energy right now in the locker room? Because it's like, ISB felt like the championship, and then you still beat St. X by, <laughs> by 30,000. Yeah, uh, <laughs> felt great. And so it's like, you know, you guys won the CCAC, probably had a good time after that. And then, um, like, it's like, we have a whole other tournament now. So, like, what's the energy? <laughs> Is it focused or... Um, well, we've had some, been fortunate enough to get some time off. So I think everyone's been able to like re regroup and regroup their focus to, to the national tournament. Um, and obviously celebrate the win because it was a lot of fun and definitely, um, earned by our team for sure. So I think everyone will come back, um, with a focus when we do, um, come back to practice today. So I think it'll be really awesome, um, to see how everybody's getting prepared for that. So are you guys going to get together and watch the selection show tonight? Or you just kind of, you know, let it happen. And you just get a text from coach when and where you're playing. No, we actually <laughs> had practice and afterwards we're going to all eat together and watch the showing. Oh, so. we are. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm then you're just gonna... the laundry at six. That's fine. Stop ben, after about it's okay. You're invited. You're invited. Yeah, okay, I'll just invite myself. I'll invite <laughs> you on behalf of the athletic department. Then you're invited. You're you, can, welcome. you can just watch with me in your office that you get. That's I, so I'll, cool. I'll be there, actually. Really? Yes. Dude. I have to work it. Why are you looking at me like that? Ben, you're scaring me. Why do you think I'm looking at you like that? I don't know. I, never heard I just this. invited you. I just invited you right now. This happened like 12 hours ago. Are you serious? Yes. Why am I just now finding out? That's why I'm mad. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Coach McKenzie, we're talking about it in seven minutes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, okay? Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, any plans for the reveal show tonight? Like, other than, like, going there? Like, do you guys have any expectations of who you're going to play? Like, any scout done or anything? Um, some of the locations for the opening rounds were, like, California and Florida, but obviously we don't expect to go to any There's two places. sites in Indiana. I think <laughs> I it would be much say, more yeah. likely that we go to, like, Definitely. Indiana Northwest. Oh, right. I was going to say, oh, uh, <laughs> Iowa. Uh, <laughs> Iowa. Gary, Indiana is a cool place. <laughs> for you, maybe. <laughs> it's cool. Ben, you just earned the first part of the show. What? Is it not in Gary? <laughs> no one wants to go to Gary. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> It's nice to see like the abandoned buildings and like the <laughs> oh, trash yeah. on the streets. Yeah, it really like, cool. gets you in the mindset to play a ball game, doesn't it? <laughs> gets, the, gets the juices flowing. Yeah. Come on, Ben. So what was Do it better. like to have like Hannah step up? And, like, oh, yeah. Players that haven't done that before, like step up. She got her, her what, her first career start in Against. the conference tournament Against. and put up 24? Yeah, when no one else was really playing. Yeah. You know, we like, that's the thing, like we were dropping down like flies, like in the beginning, like when this happened and Hannah really stepped up and played the role that she needed to. And I think not only like did it help like us all believing in her and not like everyone believing in each other, but like, you know, coach also believing in her and just like gaining that confidence and always like supporting and like, you know, if we ever were to make a mistake, like, all right, next play, you know, and I think just going in with that mindset and like reminding each other of that is definitely what helped. Um us get to where we're at now. Yeah, I agree. I think Hannah stepping up was a huge, huge contributing factor to the rest of our season. Um, she played awesome and I'm so proud of her because I like it's awesome to see that someone who hasn't been able to play much can pretty much come in their first uh -huh. game, start and then hit 24 points when Gosh, yeah. some of us may or may not have been playing our best game that day. <laughs> so 
hey, we're allowed to have off days. We're allowed. <laughs> we're allowed to have off days. I mean, I have one right now. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, I thought it was awesome, and we really needed her to do that. So I was really happy that she did. So now who steps up in the national tournament? You guys are, the rotation's still very small. It's been small for a long time. Load management has been huge. Jordan's eyes just got very wide when I said that. <laughs> I think you get Kaylin back, maybe, potentially. Maybe. If she can lift her shoulder above 90 degrees. I mean, she came into the St. X game. And she was she was putting up Tony Snell numbers, dude. Just, just running, running around. Just cardio. <laughs> just, just running. Which, I mean, granted, we kind of needed her to for a just few running. minutes just to get you guys some dang rest. Yeah. But... <laughs> You and Kaylee. Yeah. Kaylee had eight fouls, I think, by the time <laughs> that game was over. They had to give some of Braxton. only had three. Kaylee had eight. It was a mess. Yep. It was a mess. I don't got nothing to say. I, you why do you look at me like that? I don't know. Can I not make eye contact with my co-host? No, right. Let's make eye contact. Anyways, yeah, so a smaller, you know, like people that haven't stepped up as much like Kaylee. Like Kaylee comes in for her first time really in a tournament against St. X and plays like really big minutes. Like, like, is the team like more focused, do you think, on the national tournament now as much as like your 14 years here because of like how the energy has been through the conference tournament? Honestly, yeah, I feel as if like out of all my years here, I think this is a very special group. Um, not only that, but we're just our team's very resilient. Like anything that's come our way, it's like uh, we've overcome adversity every time it hit. And I think that's what's making this team like so strong and so special is like, okay, yeah, we were focusing on the conference tournament when it was here, but now it's like, all right, now our next focus is winning a national title. So we definitely are shifting focus and we're know like what needs to get done, especially having like such a veteran group. We know what it takes. Um, and so, yeah, it starts today in practice. Is that the expectation? Is a run at a national title the expectation right now from Coach McGinty and the rest of the staff? Of course, yeah. <laughs> Taking it one game at a time, we don't want to overlook, but, you know, we have to put in the work and work towards it. Yeah, I think that um, Coach McGinty was talking before our very first game in the tournament saying that that was pretty much our national kind of, yeah. uh, our conference tournament, sorry, because, you know, in order to win that game, like we had to work hard to get to the next game and then to the next game after that. So it's kind of more about focusing on that first win to give us momentum and energy to keep going on in the tournament. You know, we talked about feeding off the crowd's energy. How about Coach McGinty's energy? You guys have had to feed off of that a lot. We talked about it in the last segment. He turned around at one point during the show. What's your problem, Ben? I just saw Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he turned around at one point during the game. Uh, you guys had just hit, a, I think, a dagger three against Holy Cross. He turns around to the baseball team. He just points at him and he goes, You like that? <laughs> like, yeah, look, honestly, we haven't had a, an energetic coach like that so before. Shout so, out Coach Brooks. Yeah. Um, it's just... It's just a different kind of coaching. It's awesome to see like how invested he gets in the game. And I yes. think that it's really cool to like have that kind of energy. But obviously that expectation of like, we're not like being silly. Like we got to concentrate and get this win is also um, there as well. But yeah, definitely trying to get the crowd involved, um, which was awesome because I did actually see that happen. So <laughs> that was pretty cool to watch. So, but yeah, he means that because that's like natural. Yeah, like, that's just, just, into it's just like he's that. on the court. Yeah, that's like something I would do. I did it yesterday. Like <laughs> we played Lewis yesterday. Oh, you're right. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you. But right. like that's something a player would do. And he's out here. Granted, he's young enough to be a player. But come on, Ben. Well, I mean, him and Andre are the same age. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Low blow. Low blow. Because <laughs> he's really on in like five minutes. Oh, he's calling him. Yeah, right. yeah, I've got him. Uh, so. He's going to be on. <laughs> Uh, that's Adriana Acosta, Jordan Pyle, the women's basketball team, joining us really quickly before we get you guys out to this point. Favorite moment of the season? Honestly, my favorite moment was Bait and I, Seth Ben, um, yeah, and seeing say them that. and having all the all the guys in the stands run yeah. onto the uh, onto the floor because honestly, that was <laughs> what felt like a championship game. So, I that would have been definitely by far my favorite moment of the season. I'll have to second that. That just, you know, yeah. the ambiance of that, the gym and just like having everyone there again, like no better way to go out, like playing your last ever home game with a crowd like that and like winning such a big game with your team. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. Yeah, thank friends you of the so show. much. Thank you. Us. Friends of the show, Andriana Costa, two-timer Jordan Pyle. She has an award named after her. Yeah, Jordan Powell Saint of the Week. By yeah, the way. you've won it like three times, so really? we, we had to name it after you. <laughs> Love that. So, kind of how that works. All right, when we come back, Coach McGinty, head coach of these two right here, will yeah. join the show. It, it should be fun. I'm I'm excited. Are you excited, Ben? I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, yeah pretty pumped. I'm just I, hoping I don't fumble my English anymore. Oh, it's too late for that. Yeah, yeah I did. we give up hope. We'll be right back with more on Couch Coaches. Inbounds pass to Acosta, hands it back off to Swiatek. Swiatek with the left wing, gives it back to Acosta underneath. Acosta fakes the shot, baseline left, pivots, kicks it back out. Swiatek, three-pointer from the left wing. Hannah Swiatek knocks it down. The unprobable hero for the Fighting Saints this week. The lead is 15. Hannah Swiatek, a three-pointer. Who let the dogs out? That was a really good. I think you guys know this song. Yeah, that is the women's hoops anthem. I I I don't know if that's really what you should call it, but that's what it is. WCSF Joliet, eighty-eight point seven FM. This is Couch Coaches. I'm Alex. That's Ben. Still joined by Andriana Acosta, friend of the show, and now joined by Fighting Saints head coach, Coach John McGinty. Coach, thank you so much for doing this. Welcome to the couch. No problem. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure, Uh, Coach. We'll just get right into it. Uh, let's start with the conference tournament. Home court advantage against Holy Cross and Indiana South Bend. You guys really fed off that energy. Uh, Holy Cross, a smaller crowd, still one of the loudest times I've ever heard the Sullivan Center. And then you followed it up on that Thursday night a week ago from today, and you guys just fed off the absolutely unreal energy of the people in attendance. Yeah, you know, um, you know, Holy Cross in general, home court advantage. You know, we talk about it all the time of being able to protect our home court. And a credit to our girls that we were able to play so well during the regular season that we put ourselves in position that we were able to get two seed to get home court advantage. And, you know, now looking back, we weren't really talking about it much throughout the season, but, you know, to be able to go undefeated at home, obviously we play much better um, in the Sullivan Center. And so to be able to have that was huge. And then, yeah, I mean, you think about the Holy Cross game, uh, as the game got going, crowd got into it more and more, more fans kind of trickled in as the game got closer and closer um, and be able to pull it away, pull it off. And then when we got to IU South Bend, you know, that was a huge emphasis trying to get some of the other athletes and students around campus to uh, to the game to show them, you know, the talent we have on our team as well as, you know, the environment and um, the type of basketball that TCA women's basketball has. And um, they were awesome and they were a huge impact on our outcome. Um, and I'm forever grateful for them coming. 
you and I talked at the beginning of the season for the uh, USF encounter. And one of the first things you, one of the last things I said, I should say you said was that people need to come out and watch this team and just see how much fun women's basketball can be. And just basketball in general, this is some of the best brand of basketball I have seen that that I've been a part of that I've watched it. You guys are so much fun to watch. And that goes both with your coaching style and, and with the playing style of, uh, of your roster. For sure. Yeah. Like I said, back then, you know, this group's a really talented veteran group and, and, um, watching them play, um, they're very skilled. And so it's, it's a great brand of basketball just because of their skill set. You know, we'd like to do a little bit of getting a little bit, uh, more up and down maybe than they've been used to in the past. But, um, especially with the teams we brought in too, we brought in two talented teams, you know, this postseason with Holy Cross and, Ben and the way they get up and defend, it was 94 feet for 40 minutes. And, you know, the ability to, you know, get up and down, shoot the three, play inside out, um, and the talented veterans that we have and Jordan Pyle and Adriana Costa and Justine Charlesworth, you know, it's really, I hopefully opened the eyes to some of the students about what women's basketball is and where it's continuing to go. Yeah, and that, that kind of brings me to, like, 44 minutes from your starters Free pizza was a great marketing tactic to get that energy <laughs> in the building. But uh, how's it been managing like a short bench? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, we've had quite a bit of injuries or things that have come up along the way this season. Um, and, and, you know, our players talk about it all the time, and we've tried to talk about it as staff. You know, at the end of the day, nothing is surprised us anymore. And so um, you can't do much about it. You can only control what you can control. Um, and that is who's who's there and able to play. And, you know, with that short bench, <clears throat> especially Tuesday and Thursday of last week, you know, we had to roll with it. And I told our girls in the locker room, we just need to play really hard for 40 minutes. And I lied to them because obviously we needed to do that for 45 minutes. So uh, <laughs> really proud of our group, you know, again, continuing to have different people step up on a night-to-night basis. We'll always have our, our big three and our staples. Uh, but new people continue to step in and show us that they've been ready for the opportunity um, in, in the big moments or the big game hasn't hasn't surprised them or changed them in, in the least bit. You mentioned the big three, uh, Jordan Pyle, Andriana Acosta, Justine Charlesworth. Pyle, player of the year, first team all-conference. Acosta, second team, uh, Charlesworth with an honorable mention. Those three players are your backbone. And What does it mean to see them get uh, recognition at the conference level? Yeah, absolutely. They, they deserve it more than anything. They deserve a lot of the credit along with the rest of their teammates. You know, they, they go in, they put in the work, they're, they're doing their job. They're buying in, they're playing, uh, you know, each and every possession, you know, with Jordan, I thought Saturday, she proved everybody. We talked about it a little bit on senior day. You know, my thought that she was putting herself in a great position to be player of the year. She proved that on Saturday, probably being the best player on the floor. I said, after on Monday, we had a team meeting. Adriana Acosta is by far the, the best uh, second-team all-conference player in the country at any conference. I mean, <laughs> to me, she's probably the second-best player in our league or in conversations could have been for player of the year. Obviously, with some injury, things like that may have held her out. But to have five double-doubles or more, I think five rebounding games of 20 or more, I mean, it's incredible. And then you talk about Justine, you know, the amount of work she puts in. Justine is kind of a set-the-example type player. She can do whatever you ask, uh, do it to the best of her ability. 
She's become a great defensive rebounder um, this season for us, especially as we continue to lose size. And there's no better shooter, in my opinion, in the league. And at one point, she's leading the country. I haven't checked recently, but she's definitely one of the top shooters in the country. So that gives you a huge threat to be able to now, you got an inside, outside uh, forward. You got, you know, a post player that does damage in the bottom half of the lane. And then you got somebody that stretch the floor. It, it really helps, you know, balance our squad out. Yeah, but... That kind of was expected with Justine, Adriana, and Jordan. You like you knew Jordan was going to give you 20, and Adriana was going to give you 15, 10 boards. But Hannah Swiatek and then Kaylee Ford at the end of the tournament stepping up, like what does the outside kind of like un- more unexpected players mean? Like what does that mean to you? Sure, yeah. I mean, when you, when you think about, okay, Tuesday, we knew we were going to be short, you know, and Hannah was going to get a great shot at, against Holy Cross. You know, when we came out, Holy Cross decided, you know, their game plan was going to be to take away Jordan and take away Justine and try and live with, you know, beating up on Adriana in a zone and then kind of living with the rest. And, you know, at, at first you, you don't know what to expect, but, um, you know, Hannah confidently from the start got open looks. We talk about it all the time. We put in the work. We want to shoot the basketball. We don't want to be afraid to do that. And to her credit, she buried them and, um, you know, to be six of nine from three, you know, to me, I tell people all the time, Hannah came from a winning program. She, she's been a winner ever since her days in high school. She played in big games, getting down state, uh, you know, her senior year in Illinois State high school basketball. And so for Hannah to be able to have some of that success, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me because she's a competitor, she's a winner and she's a gamer, but at the same time, super happy for her. I mean, she's gone through a lot of ups and downs. Um, playing time, different things, balancing academics and athletics, and to, an opportunity to be able to play 40 minutes and see the success she had and really kind of be, um, you know, that X factor to get us to where we got to um, was huge. And that was all three games, Tuesday, Thursday, and even into Saturday. We relied on her uh, more than anything. She probably showed everybody what she's capable of and what we're excited for going into to the tournament as well as into uh, next season. I think Adriana's got a, got something to say over there. <laughs> All right, Coach, my turn to ask a question. <laughs> they start script. Here we go. Um, what are your expectations for tonight for the bracket reveal? Do you, like, have any? Uh, you know what? I, I think one, you know, I know, you know, Dave is going to, Laketa, our AD, is going to, you know, put together a little bit of a, a watch party for us. Alex, I heard you're going to be coming and doing some things. I think the biggest thing, you know, I want us to enjoy it. it. It's never easy to get to the national tournament. I think our team um, has been lucky and successful enough to be able to get there now six, seven years in a row. But, you know, I, I don't know. I think what will come out of it is I think we will probably be, you know, again, a team who has to prove themselves. I think we'll probably be a three seed out of four teams in a regional. Um, I think we'll probably end up somewhere in the mid- Midwest is my hope. Hopefully, you know, we could either end up in Indiana um, or Iowa, whether that's at Morningside or uh, Indiana Wesleyan. Um, Marion University will be an option. And, um, you know, possibly you get sent out, sent out way out to Kansas, um, you know, and, and look at a team like Clark. But no matter where we, we land, I think we're going to be excited to, Again, prove to people that we're continuing to play better and better basketball. We've put ourselves in a non-conference schedule that gave us a chance to be ready for some of these teams that are in the tournament. And 
if we can get a shot <clears throat> at a team that we lost to early in the season, great. And if that means we get to go out and play somebody new, I think we'll be ready for it. Um, so I just want the girls to really enjoy it. Yeah, obviously the conference tournament was was electric, as me and Alex would say on the show. Yeah. But how do you refocus after like that kind of tournament run? Like, how do you refocus for the national tournament? Yeah, I think it's a great question, Ben. I think we've had some time off. You know, obviously with the a lot of minutes that we play with the the low uh, low amount of depth, the roster that we have, uh, we gave them some time off to rest. But that's going to be a big emphasis as we get into film and practice today, uh, this afternoon. I think, you know, the teams that are the great teams that are able to win at a high national level, you know, sometimes I've been a part of teams where they get knocked out in the conference tournament, so they're hungry. You know, the teams now that we've won a conference tournament, you know, we're feeling pretty good. We have to be able to go back to, you know, zero and zero. Season's restarting. We cannot get complacent. And if you do that, you know, it's going to be a one and done. But I think this group, you know, once we get going, once we get into the environment, get back into things, as long as they are mentally focused in on what the game plan is and they play really hard and play for each other, I think we'll be okay. Coach, you took over this year a program that has had success for a long time. This is an established women's basketball program, at least getting to the tournament. You've continued that success this year. What what does it mean to continue that success in your first year with the Reigns? Yeah, sure. I mean, that, that is, that's a credit to, you know, Coach Quigley, who got this place rolling again, and Coach Brooks, who's, you know, brought in a great group of girls and obviously is a Hall of Fame-type coach. You know, I walked into a really good group, and this group has, you know, welcomed me in. They've bought in. Um, they've done what we've asked as a staff, and, and at the end of the day, they got a lot of talent. And so, um, you know, I'm glad I just didn't screw it up. But they're they're a great group. And uh, look forward to continuing, um, you know, the tradition of getting back to the national tournament, not only for this year, but hopefully continuing that for years to come. But we gotta got to continue to work at it for sure. It's never never a guarantee, even though it's been a lot of, a lot of success in women's basketball here. just wanted to hit on the uh, CCAC championship game really quickly. It was a couple of first-year head coaches going at it, at least with their programs, Coach Brewster and yourself. W- w- what does that mean for the future of the CCAC? Are we in good hands here? <laughs> Uh, I think I think when you talk about St. Xavier and St. Francis, uh, they've been they've been the part of the CCAC in women's basketball. Um, there's kind of a, a nice little rivalry there, and, and that's always been a, a piece of that ever since you know even just talking about the league. And so you know, Coach Brewster, obviously former Division One head coach, he's a great great coach. Uh, known him a little bit from my time as an assistant. Um, and, and I look forward to continuing to compete against them and, and hopefully keeping, you know, St. Francis at the top of the league. Yeah, Coach. Uh, thanks for joining us. We had a great time. And <laughs> hopefully we'll have you on again, front of the show, Coach McGinty. Yeah, I would officially say friend of the show, Coach McGinty. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. Thank yeah, you, Coach. Course. All right, when we come back, we'll get you guys out of here. Hot Takes, presented by Hot Mike Sports. Hot Takes, Hot, Hot Mike takes. Sports. And, of course, our General Lady slash Jordan Pyle Saint of the Week Award. Yes, sir. Should, should be fun. Andriana, thank you so much for joining thank us. You, it's been you. a pleasure. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. But all good things have to come to an end, don't they? If you want to listen back, catch us on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Spotify, maybe. No, we got Google Podcasts, though. You know for Spotify, like, ever? Yeah. Dang. I'm sorry, bro. You're going to have to download Google Podcasts. No, it's whatever. I'll download Google Podcasts. We got oh, boy. Amazon. 
Nah. Okay, whatever. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> just, you just gotta stop yelling just, stuff, bro. Just, just find a podcast place <laughs> and just see just, if we're on there. <laughs> Apple and Google. That's what we're on. Apple and Google. Listen back. Have a great time. We'll be right back with more from the fourth floor Tower Hall. That just might be one of the worst intros ever. What that we've done so far? Yes. Let's hit it this last time. (laughs) All right, one more, one more, one more. Hot takes. There we go. There you go. We did it. We did it. Good job. Good. Go us. Go hey Ben, wait. This one's for you. This one's for you. For me? That was legit. <laughs> you put it on. Let's go. You're welcome. Hot takes were a little bit difficult this week. Yeah, hot, not much going on. Not, I just had to find on. a random See, person to slander. <laughs> yeah, Ben just likes to uh, to slander people. I would like to point out that my hot <laughs> no, take of two weeks ago was correct. So crown me. It's not gonna happen. Crown me. I said undefeated run at a CCAC championship for. Yes. Oh, then I probably should crown you. Yeah, crown. Congratulations. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. I accept graciously. Did you Thank say you. it was Adriana? I didn't. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I did not say anything about Adriana. <laughs> Who's still in the studio, by the way? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I said it was. In yeah. my heart, I did. In your heart, yeah. Go back and listen to the tapes. He did not say your name. He <laughs> lied. The liar. Dog. Alright, hot takes. Not 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 super hot this week. Not, I just like I said, I just not, had to not pick spicy. To not spicy by any means. Uh Chet Holmgren, projected number one pick in the NBA draft. I'm just gonna just slander him and just say he's not that good. <laughs> like I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna slander. I'm just gonna say that he at first, like when he was coming out of high school, I was like, he's the number one pick. Like this guy is a generational talent. And he's not. He he doesn't have the fill out. He hasn't filled out yet. And it's like, yeah, he, he can, can do that. He can move, but he can't shoot. He doesn't know where he's going. Right. He, he doesn't have a <laughs> post Kwame move that Brown he put, He really, as a post, doesn't have a post move that he puts to memory. <laughs> it's because he's 7'2". He doesn't have to. Like, but. It's a stretch big at 7'2". He's a big kid. He's our age. But. Yeah. Why don't you be 7'2", Ben? If, if you're a number one pick, top three pick, really, the expectation is you're going to be a superstar. Obviously, it doesn't happen to everyone. Mm-hmm. But the expectation is you're going to be a superstar. And when you're going up against other superstar bigs, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid. Jokic? He's not hanging in the post. He has a Giannis build, except he's not 280 pounds of muscle. And he doesn't have the same finishing. He's a great shooter for his size, a great playmaker for his size, a generational shot blocker. I'll give you that. He's mm-hmm. definitely a generational... He has the timing. But... When it comes to a number one pick, he's going to definitely underperform. And I think that Paolo Banchero is the consensus number one. Like, in my mind, mm. he's the easy choice for number one. Do you think Chet goes one and one? One and done, I should say? A hundred percent. I think he does. Um, this year, there's been a lot of guys supposed to go one and done that have disappointed. Even Paolo and Chet, at the beginning of the year, like, you were like, oh, these guys are one and two. And then Jabari Smith came in as three and you're like, you know, you can mix around those guys. And now you got a, f- a few guys that are like, 
they're one and done. Things are like, okay, we're going to stay back for a second year because they just, there's been so many disappointing players this year. Yes. And I think this draft class was supposed to be that generational one that we're looking forward to for the last five years since we've seen these guys in eighth grade with their balls live mixtape. <laughs> but like, now it's kind of looking weak. Yeah. So we wanted to slander Chet Holmgren. Please don't sue me. Um, he's not very good. Hmm. For a number one pick. <laughs> for a number one pick. All right. I'm going off script, Ben. I'm going off script. Hot take. The Buffalo Bills. Oh, okay. They sign Rob Gronkowski. Whoa. Whoa. That is hot for many reasons, right? First off, the man's probably going to retire. Yeah, but what if he doesn't? Then he probably... He's probably not going to stay, I guess, in Tampa. But... Although, yeah. But, like... He also hates, but like they got beef. Yeah, but wouldn't it be fun to watch them squash it and like win a Super Tredavious Bowl? White and him after he basically assaulted Tredavious White a couple <laughs> years ago, <laughs> and did Tredavious White seasons by literally jumping on him. Do you remember that? I do. The, no- the dolphin dive straight into Tredavious White's face <laughs> onto the ground. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to see them squash it. I guess. Yeah, it, it, squash the beef. No hate. Yeah, facts. No hate. Yes, it. Just the world should listen to couch coaches. Yes. You know, Russia, listen to couch coaches, right? See, you get it. Yeah, exactly. You get it. Yeah, that's a pretty decently hot take. When did you think of that? Uh, Just now. And you were like, Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I thought Gronk. Oh, (laughs) my. (laughs) No, I just turn around. (laughs) I turn around and see on the TV, Bill's interested in signing Gronkowski. That's the only reason. Alex, you suck, dude. <laughs> is that too much? Is that... It's not on. even hot. What the hell is it? It's not hot. It is hot. Hot take. Hot take. James Harden, MVP. Hot take. It's the hottest of takes. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do we move on to our next segment, Ben? Yeah, let's go to the All janitor right. lady slash Jordan, Jordan Pyle. Saint, Saint, of Saint of the week. Saint of the week. What? Saint of the week? Huh? Saint, Saint of the week. week. What? <sighs> yeah. Yes, sir. Explosion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yep. 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 That was legitness. Dude, what an amazing... You haven't used the soundboard as much today. We had a very long second hour with interviewees. I didn't want to use it and scare them. The one time I used it, Jordan it wanted to hilarious. kill me. hilarious. <laughs> I <laughs> used it. It's like you did it mid-sentence. I and did. And she was like... <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I mistimed it. Sometimes the board lags. No, you lagged. No, the board definitely There's lagged. There's no chance. The board definitely lagged. That was not on me. The board definitely lagged. It I doesn't don't... Even- not that board, my soundboard. Oh, okay. The soundboard like, lag. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that's not internet no, 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 connection, no. <laughs> dog. That's a button. No, 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 no. No, this lag. This <laughs> lag. That was legitness. That lag. It's lagged before, I guess. Yeah, it has. It has. Okay. It's like, my saint yeah. of the week comes from baseball. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. I'll do the women's basketball now. Geo Pappas. Okay. Why? Big time go-ahead home run on Tuesday. Okay. Opposite field tanker. Oppo? Oppo taco, right field, no doubter, Oppo taco. No doubter. Did he nope. pimp it? Not really. Oh. But on the year, batting 368. Wow. Somehow, some way, seven hits, three RBI, one double, the long ball, three walks. He's having himself a year, mm. a, a week, I should say. He's having himself a week. Yes. 
as the majority of those hits have come uh, this week. He's got four hits this week. Against Lewis? Against Lewis. Against Lewis, who we beat up on. Twice. Two times. Twice. Two times. Back, down 3-0 in both games, comeback wins both times. Ain't no problem. Let's hear That's it for the, the clutch gene. Roll Bernie's. Indeed, roll Bernie's. Who let the dog down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're it's 8.55. We're about ready to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to climb back into bed after I, rec- after I edit this podcast. Yeah. Spring break. It's almost time. I'm going home today. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is obvious. You know, you've seen the theme in the second hour. First hour, we slander Kyler Murray and Rob Manfred. Second hour, we give praise to the women's basketball team. So As we should. As we should. As we should. As deserved. As needed. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you don't, if you don't remember, a couple weeks ago, I said it would be interesting. I, I didn't say he should, but I said it'd be interesting if Sean McVay got MVP of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Coach McGinty saying of the week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's electric. That's, is it not? Oh, my. Yeah. God. Shout out Coach McGinty. He, he goes, first year head coach. He's got eight players to run with. And wow. he beats a ranked team. Wow. Coming after his star players play 85 minutes, that, essentially. That's electric. Man. That is electric. Coach McGinty, you're electric. Diesel. Shout out. He, I mean, he got us free pizza. All yes. the students love him right now. He's big on campus. Big and man. he's brought some energy to, to women's basketball. Yes. NII women's basketball. Yes. The whole campus is invigorated. I don't even know if that's a word. That is a but word. But you know what? Big word. Good word, Ben. That's vocab day. That's vocab. Yeah, you already know what it is. Roll Coach Bernies. McGinty, shout out. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh my God. Ben, you just got me pumped. Let's go! And it's so sad. Let's go. So sad. Why? That for those reasons, this song has to start to play. <sighs> Dude. Every that's time. That's what happens. That's yeah, what I happens. never get used to this sadness. I know. I know. It's okay. Bum, bum, bum. Let's go shout outs. Shout outs and mentions. Big Obviously, thank you shout to out Coach McGinty. Coach McGinty coming on the show. Yep. Andreana Acosta, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Jordan Pyle. Of course. And I, I, I just want to say it again. Friend of the show, Coach McGinty. Of course. What? Course. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, shout out Rob Manfred for being terrible at your job. Yep. Man clown. Shout out the MLBPA for also not being amazing at your job, mm-hmm. um, but trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Kyler Murray's agent, mm-hmm. again, for being terrible at your job. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh, ESPN for giving... Um, Alex's hot take. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh, Shannon Sharp. Shout out Skip <laughs> for just being stupid. Shout out Kwame Brown Kwame. for being one of the biggest disappointments in NBA history. Shout out Stephen A. Smith for actually Bruno. Stephen A. Smith actually doing his job and talking facts for once. Which Shout is out nice. Anthony, of course, yeah. for providing Big us our thanks platform. Thanks to Anthony Musiala, our station manager. Big thanks to program director Elvia. Yep, yep she's yep. in the other yes, room. Stu. Applause, yep. Elvia. Yep, yep, yep. Applause to Elvia. And uh, Ben, you got anything else for the people? Let's go with shout out janitor. All right, janitor lady. We'll end it with that. Yeah. All right. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. If it's not, live like it is. Roll Bernie's. Enjoy the selection show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a day.